Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Farah, does it bother you that there are so many incidents of the whole Me Too thing even a year into this and not even a lot of people are talking about it at the Golden Globes anymore but there are still new incidents coming up where women are constantly coming up to say I have just been recently sexually assaulted. Yeah, I think for a lot of women this isn't shocking. If you have girlfriends you know that almost everyone you know has had some kind of unfortunate sexual encounter and... I've heard that uh, this on, on TV show saying you've either been sexually assaulted I think it's on Oprah someone mentioned this you've either been sexually assaulted or you don't know about it exactly so it's it's true so when the whole thing came out until today I mean I love the fact that the Me Too movement has gone beyond the US it's travelled the whole world people have been convicted in Korea India in, in India it's happening all over the world and it's lovely it's great that people are being held accountable but here's this new thing that's happened which kind of is is a little bit infuriating is the fact that men have come out recent um, saying that we are under attack yeah they're saying this is the hardest time to be men essentially like oh we're so afraid to even go out with a woman because they might just out of nowhere this term out of nowhere um, accuse a man of doing something outside of their consent and this drives me crazy because it's the fact that men are not saying like oh my god I can't believe this happened they're mostly saying like oh then I have to now we can't rape people yeah what? exactly yeah. And, and it's driving me crazy which, which got me thinking recently right we don't actually ask or give a lot of consent like verbal consent when we're dating do you know what I mean like I remember that I was just like trying to think back about all the instances of when I, you know, when I was dating, starting to date someone, how did they know that they could kiss me, or how did I know that I could kiss them? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it was just I this... ask. Okay, I do, I do, I do, and I always like if if it's a sexual thing happening, I always ask, "Are you comfortable?" See, that is that's the most perfect thing I've heard because a lot of people have told me, like when I bring this up with my friends, a lot of people say, oh, "Yeah, but it's so unromantic, right?" To ask, "Can I kiss you?" And I actually that's think that's kind of sexy when someone exactly. asks that. Exactly. The most charming story that I've heard from like my parents' relationship was that when they were first started dating my dad actually asked my mom can I hold your hand to cross the street right and I just thought that was that is so charming he's kind enough to have asked it's considerate but the question is how do we go about doing that yeah how do you say I want to go with the flow and therefore we do things but it leads to something untowards happening to uh, you know for the guy or the girl exactly how do you time the girl exactly how do you get consent right like in my case like I'm thinking it's it's really like to say can I hold your hand or can I kiss you that's still I think people are still comfortable with saying those things But how do you go about Like you you know A lot of men have said I hate that I keep saying A lot of men Because it sounds really like Some men I'm stereotyping Yeah But some men Have actually come out to say Well she's already said Yes to coming to my apartment Mm -hmm. Right or she You know She already went out On a date with me I already paid for dinner So I assumed That everything's okay Do you know what I mean? So the question is how You can say yes And then change your mind By the way Because exactly. what if What if you're having sex Halfway And he slaps you on the face Thinking Because he is into That kind of stuff Exactly Or she likes choking you She just wants to scratch you All over the place And make you bleed You can be uncomfortable And say Uh I'm so sorry We have to stop I have a friend uh, Who who was hooking up With a girl And the girl said Can you can you choke me And he said I just met you So no mm-hmm. So can you slap oh. me in the face He said no Can you spank me He said yes uh-huh. So he spanked her once 
and he spanked her twice and she she kept going hotter 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 now slap me in the face and he got carried away he slapped her on the face and guess what she said to him she said I'm so sorry daddy I'm so sorry I'm a whore <laughs> and then he immediately stopped having sex with her and said I need to leave now that's that's good the fact that he did that but I just want to say this story is extra like cool for me to hear again because, because you know I know exactly the guy. who it is <laughs> um, but the idea is that that's his clever because I actually was speaking uh, I was speaking to this other individual and he's a man and he's many times have told me that he'll be on a date with a woman and sometimes he doesn't feel like having sex but he feels like he's already let her on so much that he just has sex here's the thing it's terminology women would say this is what he said yeah women would say that it's sexual harassment or non-consensual sex a guy would say it's just bad sex so to me that's really insane that someone could say like you know like because the, the logic of it someone had actually said that oh you know um, a woman didn't actually say no so how did I know it wasn't consensual mm. do you know what I'm saying what do you have to say to that as a woman read body language bitch like you know when what someone's the uncomfortable says, I'm dumb. I'm drunk. I'm intoxicated. Well, I think then... I don't know why I have that accent. (laughs) I don't know. Apparently, he's a redneck. Like, (laughs) you've made an assumption. You've made a connection. But the idea is that I think it's also... I think women have to find the strength. We have to be empowered. Not just women. Because men are being raped as well. Mm -hmm. Right? But the idea that we, we need... When we feel overpowered, we need to find the strength to say no. Because then we know for sure there is no way he can take that wrongly. Say no Yeah And I know sometimes It's difficult I know sometimes yeah, I just want to be nice You know exactly. I, I didn't, didn't want to be rude Oh girl It's not rude When you're telling someone You don't want something Done to your body You know what I'm saying Would you go to a tattoo parlor You don't want to get a tattoo You say I don't want to be rude I'll just tattoo on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, You won't do that yeah. The idea is that I, I think Because it's going to Scar you forever Exactly You know here's the thing I love the fact that Kevin just now you said That when you're having sex Or being intimate with someone You continuously say Are you comfortable Yeah. Oh sometimes people ask me Why I keep asking that <laughs> They're like, I'm fine. I've got a pillow on my back. I'm no, fine. Also because like Farah and I both know this because we've joked about this before. I used to think I was horrible in bed. Mm. So right now, now that I know a couple of more things, yes. I want to make sure that whoever is having sex with me don't feel that they're horrible in bed. Yeah. So I want to make sure that they are comfortable there enjoying what they're doing. Because yeah. people did not show me the same when I was younger. See, that's another thing. I love this. So, so Kevin, to me, like based on, on what he's saying, it's the fact that he's an incredibly conscientious lover. He's an incredibly kind lover. Lover and he's always having consensual sex. And you know? single. <laughs> and he's single. What does that say about our world? <laughs> no, but the idea about it is I don't I think I think it's okay to ask someone. I think we should practice this. New way of dating. Talk about sex. Talk mm. about it before you even have sex. Don't wait till after and say, by the way, I wasn't so comfortable with that. Because that doesn't do anybody any good. You know? I do think that not all men are out there to rape you. I do think that sometimes we don't teach our children, we don't teach young boys or young girls how to deal with things like this. And we it happens way too often. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. When we come back later, we're going to bring this topic much closer to home and talk about how it's affecting some people within Malaysia. Farah, what do you think should be the treatment or the repercussions for these men who are being accused of? Obviously, there's some investigations that have to go through. And then what's going to happen to them? I think there has to be two things that are done. I think we have to deal with the perpetrators, but we also have to deal with society after. So, um, with it depends on the gravity of what had happened. I think mm. everybody should be punished. But if someone had, someone had gone out there, raped a woman, known 100% that she didn't want it, and continue to do it He should 
in my head be castrated lah okay that's mm-hmm. like i go the full brunt of the law but if someone had like because i do think sometimes like the aziz ansari case do you know what i mean like that he's not canceled though is he he still has a show i think i think he was he was he was apologetic immediately he was like exactly. i was doing it you did not say anything that you were uncomfortable we still did it we finished the whole thing and now that you're saying i'm so sorry that you felt uncomfortable yeah because the idea was the fact that he in his mind oh we just had bad sex and then she didn't quite say anything during the 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 encounter and it, it left a lot of room i'm not saying that he or she was right or whatever we don't know what actually happened yeah. but the truth is i think every i love the fact that people are being their names are being dropped i love the fact that people are being called out even the whole thing with louis ck and masturbating in front of random women like what the hell are you thinking here's the thing about it oh he actually came out to do a new set a couple of days ago did you see that he said what he he came out to do a set in mm-hmm. new york uh, i think in long island uh, i could be wrong but But he did a new set in public. Someone recorded it, and he's now attacking new people. He's oh, calling. God, he's yeah. making fun of trans people. He's making fun of the Parkland school survivors. He's yeah. making fun of people with uh, sexual fluidity. Here's the thing about it, like guys, I, I we really have to stop looking at this like it's not a big deal and laugh about it because now there's another problem as well with so many cases coming out. Some people just sort of like they don't even bat an eyelid. They sort of just think it's oh, it's just another case that's come out. But every case involves a real fucking person. I want to bring this to Malaysia earlier. I mentioned this because. There was an article about why the Me Too movement is just lukewarm in Malaysia instead of just blowing up like in some other countries. One of the cultural uh, things here is if someone like there is a story uh, according to this article, a female boss once said to a subordinate when the when the subordinate both women, yeah, the subordinate said, "Oh, there is a, a senior manager." Touching my butt. This female boss said, "You should take it as a compliment. Why be so sensitive?" How does that make you feel, Farah? I've been in those situations. I've been told. Are you kidding? Are you f- are you kidding? Yeah, I've been because I work in like in my day job, but like I work in a very male do- or now it's not so much male dominated. But there was a time where it's super male dominated. And here's a here's a quick story. I was only 19 or something, and I was interning at a very very big um, studio in Malaysia, and uh, she, I was wearing a T-shirt that said, "I don't do fake." Because I was 19 and had no taste, and then this the director looked mm-hmm. over and looked at me and said, "If you're with me, you'd never do fake orgasm." I wanted to say something, and then the producer that was with me just helped me back and said, "Just take it." I was told like continuously, people would talk about my tits or say something about my body, and you're just expected to take it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's a Best about what's happening. People say in Malaysia the movement is lukewarm. I do agree. I think people are still afraid to call people out. People are still playing nice here. But there's been a recent case as well. We know about what's happened. Um, there have been some people who are who have been accused of doing certain things, mm-hmm. and there are investigations that are taking place. Yeah. This is very important because this is happening in urban Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. And now people are going to to realize like shit. I need to be more careful. And even our deputy prime minister said that the Me Too movement, even though the reaction is not like. Crazy in Malaysia, but it brought it shot it shine a light. It's shining. It's shining a light to uh, uh, abuse uh, to 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 sexually abusing women, and yeah. that's common in Malaysia. A lot of women get abused even at very very young age. Look at that 11 year old bride. How long have they been doing the deed before she got married at the age of 11? Yeah, and just, mm. even uh, the female MPs in our country's law government, and uh, I don't have to name names, but they've also voiced strong support for better laws and more awareness of sexual harassment against 
women, but what else can we do besides besides wanting this kind of support from the government? No, I th- I think we have to start at a grassroots level. Honestly, like wholeheartedly speaking, it's the reason that we have this issue with consent. Can you imagine? We live in 2019, and we're still trying to teach people to say like, "Don't rape" or ask someone for their permission before you enter their bodies. Like it's crazy. So I think what needs to happen is from if you have children, if you have nephews, if you are around children, I think we have to teach children the right vocabulary. We have to teach them to ask for permission, not just when you want to go outside, but also when you want to hold a girl's hand. Ask permission and give permission, whether you're a boy exactly. or a girl. No one's supposed to touch your body, especially in certain private parts, without you allowing them to. Exactly. And you should allow them to when you're a child. Which is why I'm a, I'm a f- I'm like an advocate for sex education. I think it's really important. And I think here's the thing: when you're younger and you're a girl, your parents tell you your body's your temple. It's so precious. Don't let anyone touch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, be nice, be 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 polite, be kind. A man is never. You never have a small boy being taught like ask a woman whether she wants it or ask somebody that uh, if you're interested in touching someone, ask them first. Or you know what I'm trying to say? Like you don't when you have when you hit puberty. Well, they, I was told not to do it, but yeah, you're right. There was not like it's, it's more it's like not, don't have sex before you before you hit like 18 instead of like don't rape other girls. Exactly, it's usually that kind of yeah. thing. And and I know my my parents even spoke to my brother at one point and had said something like, oh, are you having sex yet? Yeah, just just um just use protection but there's no talk about how to go about mm. like how do you have sex how do you initiate initiating sex is something that's really really important we need to talk about it mm-hmm. and I think once we hit puberty these conversations need to be held because teenage girls are getting raped teenage boys are being harassed it's it's this is not um, an adult just an adult thing and it happens throughout the ages it happened in different forms yep. it could as long as it makes you uncomfortable as long as someone's being unfairly taken advantage of that's abuse right there for me anyway yeah and here's the thing about it regardless of culture faith political system it happens all over the world mm-hmm. so there's something intrinsically lo- wrong with with how we're falling in love really I think yeah. Yeah. yeah it's something that we need to it's so difficult to educate on the subject matter yeah. but it's something that we need to educate ourselves on we have to ask ourselves very strong questions what am I going to do about this there's this thing happening it's a global movement it's a I think it's a great thing because it's it forces you to ask these questions so yeah. if you're a guy who used to do this hopefully it's a time where you look, sit down and ask yourself have I been a dick yeah, all this and time I, and I just want to say one thing the Me Too movement is not a female feminist movement it has no gender Me Too is basically a movement where pe- anyone who's ever felt victimized it's a human movement it's a human movement and I think what needs to happen definitely is more men need to take place I think even in the gay community gay men get raped all the effing time and it's expected that gay men are just supposed to love sex all the time it's unfair mm-hmm. it's not right and I think a lot also more also gay- in our taboo society you're not supposed to tell anybody because you might get exactly. actions taken against you but, but I think there has to be a lot more groundwork on this I think we really have to band together because it's not just up to the lawyers it's not just up to the government it's up to us to make that change yeah if someone is attacking you report them a couple of months ago in I think in Chungat I might be wrong about this a couple of weeks ago it could be uh, in one of the smaller states uh, a transgender a trans yeah. person got attacked yeah. and the police was like oh yeah it's like a, eh, someone got someone died like a dude died yeah. it's not a dude it's a trans woman, woman. yep 
and it, there was a quarrel of some sort. If if someone is hurting you, you gotta get out of your way. You can't be scared because of your personality, because of your ind- identity, because you're a woman, because you're trans, because people call you names. Yes. You have to report them. Take action. You gotta protect yourself because what they're doing is wrong. Exactly. I just I just want to like take this moment back and I just want to speak to every single <sighs> individual out there who has been attacked um, or have felt uncomfortable. And I know that sometimes it's really hard to report. It's really hard to call them out. I know. I understand. I feel you 100%. So here's the thing. It's not your fault. It will never be your fault. And if anyone tells you any different, don't pay them any mind. Because the truth is you were a victim. And it is your responsibility to have them be charged or have them be called out so it doesn't happen again. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode. If you have any thoughts about what we've said earlier, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, talk to us at IceKachangMY on Instagram or at OMG and Mr. Kevin Chong. We'll see you next week. Bye! It was a happy goodbye. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs>